0: Welcome to Rowdy Southern Saturday. We're excited to roll out the same great show you've been enjoying for the past two years under this new name. Thank you for continuing to support us and our love for college football. Let's get rowdy.
1: with
2: Yeah, I mean there's not much lead in. Obviously we have Ben Chase on here. Uh most of our listeners will probably know who he is. He's uh the man who has broken the record for most college football games attended in a single season, uh by car, correct? Not including by plane.
3: Right, no, Chase? so that's funny. Uh it's you know, I thought someone uh had more than me, but they did, you know, more than me over a course of an entire year, uh not in one season. So until someone says otherwise 77 in one season is one season period so i i I humbly am going to take that and you know if someone says i've done more i'll believe them but until then you know through my research and what i've seen no one's done more than 77 in one year
2: this podcast you're the record holder uh i don't i'll
3: take it i don't think i know (laughs) anybody i think
2: out of all of us combined i think what was it was it 75 or 70
3: Oh, 77 total.
2: 77 total. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. out of all three of us here, I don't think we've hit 77 sporting events. Um, <laughs> or at least collegiate or pro sporting events in our entire lifetime. I don't know. Maybe you guys uh, we, we're, pro-
0: we're probably close to where you've been at if we count our whole lives. So. Yeah, that's I mean, an unbelievable thing to accomplish.
3: I. It was a combination of timing and just, you know, I, was decide, I decided to just go for it and it went from 62 to 70 to 77. And it's kind of crazy because again, like, you know, the last two days I've kind of just, I've been so tired and kind of just laid low. And it's, it's wild to think about and my friend that I'm staying at her place right now was, said, uh, I told, she was like, it just became normal for you to just sleep in your car and keep driving. You know, the last game I went from Frisco to LA overnight and didn't sleep straight through. So I was up for like, I don't know, forty something hours. <laughs> uh, was the national
0: championship still enjoyable, though? After all that,
3: uh, well, I think it was just it was. If it what if I had just gone as like a one off, I would have been. I mean, I was pretty sad. I, you know, as a Florida alum, seeing Georgia <laughs> win back to back to back is hard enough. But you know, I was lucky enough that at the game, I I met a few people that we're new friends from this trip and kind of just soaked it in and you know, the game, I mean, the game got out of hand pretty quickly. So I, I, I kind of just let the experience and, you know, I got pretty emotional when I was walking the stadium. So, uh, you know, I, at the end of the day, like, you know, I got a hat tip my rival Georgia and, and just, you know, ready to build something special off Florida.
1: Oh God, God, that just, that warms my heart to to hear that we're building something special at Florida. Cause I really think we are, I think, I think you know, as as a fellow Florida fan, I, I think it's going to be a two three year process. The one thing I would tell people would be like, I think it's going to be a Mike Norvell rate of speed. I think next year I think seven wins, maybe eight, is realistic. And then I looked at twenty twenty four, or twenty twenty five, to kind of be, to kind of be when we hit our stride. But like, what I, I want your thoughts on, you know, yeah. just for, for me, just to kind of get the Florida stuff out of the <laughs> way. Um, what What are you seeing from Billy Napier, and how would you grade this season? And what our future looks like in terms of how we're recruiting and how we're doing in the transfer portal and the way the culture has changed? Because I feel like as a Florida fan, we could all see it from the outside. The one thing missing with Mullen was culture. Yeah, you know it's it's hard because you know
3: we're in a a time where we've seen immediate gratification and, and, and turnkey kind of solutions at USC and TCU. I mean, you know, even some of the, the smaller schools in year two, you know, Arizona went from one and 11 to five and seven. And, you know, Kansas had a great year this year. It's, it's for me, it's, you know, I'm sure, you know, and you're, some of your listeners know, like I'm going to be going to Florida and being working in a capacity for the Gators. Like my goal is not like my role is overall college, all, all the sports, you know? So, like when they say everything's cool, I want to make sure all of our programs are solid. Obviously, right now, you know, looking at my road trip and, and seeing football and where we're at with, with, with Coach Billy Napier, like, you know, I it's 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 you know today was has been kind of a roller coaster of emotions. I'm, and my phone doesn't start buzzing, even though you know I'm not even a part of the team yet. Uh, but you know, I I'm a I'm always been the Gator optimist, and you know, right now. Georgia are arch rivals at the top, and like you said, you mentioned Mike Norvell and Florida State. You know, I honestly think Mike Norvell and Florida State like are probably going to make the College Football Playoff next year. And if that's like a pace that we're on four years, like I'm, I'm real, I'm a realist. Like I, I see Florida State as like a legit, like they'll probably be a Final Four team next year.
1: Agreed. Very much agreed. Um, and then one, to get off of Florida, kind of going back to this road trip, like what. I mean, what kind of spawned this? Like, when when did you really start planning this out? And, like, yeah. you know, was your original schedule – like, I feel like on your original schedule, like, you couldn't have had the FCS National Championship on there in a long <laughs> way. You were just like, I'll hit it. So how did this, like, all come about? Yeah. It, like, I'm going to do it, or, like, how?
3: Yeah, no, that's a good question. So it's, it's kind of funny. So, you know, I, I graduated from Florida, went to GW for law school. And, you know, during my time at UF, I, I kind of was the guy who – would drive us from Gainesville to LSU or wherever. And I kind of became, Oh, if you want to do a road trip, you got to go with Ben. Like he's, he'll drive the whole time. He doesn't give, he doesn't care. Uh, And then, and I went, when I was in DC, you know, Fridays, I look at my phone and be like, Oh, it's only, you know, 14 hours of Gainesville. I'm just going to drive overnight to the game. And I did that a few uh, Labor Day weekends, including the one where I drove down and I don't remember who were playing, but the game was delayed because of lightning, thunder, whatever, whatever. And then, we kicked off ran it back all the way to the 11 and then the game was canceled. So I drove I overnight, um, to see that game. So I was there for that. I don't know if you can consider me bad luck for that or whatever, but, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I, I, when it real when something really started to hit me actually was I was in Orlando is 2020 and I was at a Walmart and it was a Friday and I tweeted, uh, or I just looked up like how far is cold station from Orlando? Uh, and it was like 17, I don't know, 17, 18 hours. And it gave me like you know an hour to spare if I left basically when I looked up the time and I decided to do it and I kind of live tweeted it Uh, and Florida State fans actually started Venmoing me because they're like you're an idiot but we appreciate this kind of craziness Uh, so here have a beer on us have a ticket like and I think I don't know I I probably like Florida State fans have Venmoed me like 140 50 bucks and over like three or four years. A, a lot of my friends, uh, specifically my friend Andrew, would send me every year the Reddit college football map. And he was like, You got to do this. You got to do the ultimate college football road trip. And, uh, you know, the timing. So last summer, actually, 2021, I kind of looked at it. I looked it up and I saw like the this guy, these two brothers, the 50, actually, they ended up with 57. And I put a soft together outline in 2021. And I just, I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't think I was ready. And then I ended up getting a job at NIL and, uh, you know, I, I worked with them for a nine, a nine or so months and, you know, we separated August 12th and, I, and my first thought was, well, football season in two weeks, uh, I'll apply for jobs and if I don't, you know, if there's nothing that works out, I'll just go for it this time. And that's kind of where it came. And I sat down probably a few hours. I, I You're right though, I didn't have the FCS championship on my original outline, but I did have... Uh, a good amount of like d2 schools i i went through uh on espn you can filter FBS, FCS, D 2 and i i got 62 and I, it will it's hard because you don't know the times of games in advance so that was kind of part of it but yeah that's a long answer so i'm sorry that i rambled a little bit but yeah that's and i kind of just went, for, I went from over 62 to 69 to the to 77
1: awesome awesome dude i love it i love it and honestly like i can i know i can say for me like And I'm going to stop asking all the questions, let Witt ask some. But I know for me, like looking at that, like that is the ultimate dream that, like, for me, that I wish I could live. So it's honestly, it was wild to watch you do it. And honestly, I can say, like, it was awesome to see. And I'm glad that, like, you are one of so many people who, like, share that deep love for college football, like we do, that, like, we don't care who it is. Like, football is football. And especially at the collegiate level, it is absolutely awesome.
3: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people would say like, you have to go to this game or like I'm at a certain game. They're like, you should have been to this game. And, you know, I went to a lot of different schools. I went to a you know, shorter university or Prairie View A&M or, you know, Benedict college. And, and you see these communities that rally around these schools. And, you know, I, I did a lot of little like micro blogging and there's a lot of content that I actually didn't share, like just randomly asking people like, you know, what's so special about the school and like hearing their stories and, and, you know, meeting a guy who's been, you know, the grill master for Benedict College for 15 years, who was like, hey, can you just watch the grill while I go to the bathroom? Like, it's so, like I was in charge of the grill at this this football game at one point. Uh, and just little things like that, like, uh, and, and, you know, obviously the game itself is, is special. But to me, it was, it's the community and, and the traditions around the game that really uh, drove me to keep going.
2: Yeah, dude, I think. We're all in agreement. This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, I actually, I mean, I know we talked about it at the Georgia Southern uh, versus Buffalo game that I did, the road road trip I did, the little college stadium tour. Um, I can't remember. I think I showed you a couple pictures of that. I hit like 25 stadiums, but it was all, they weren't playing games. It was just stopping in because it was over the summertime. Um, But either way, so I know you're diving into this new gig, the NIL deal with Florida. What is your role? Um, with them i know it's like a consultant role is that right
3: no so I, I i'll be um employed by the Florida gators so i'll be a you know full-time person there uh you know I, and I, like i said earlier i'll be working with all sports you know Marcus has done a great job with football he's our NIL i guy for football and, and you know i'll be there to support him and uh it's one of those things where you know i've i've worked with collectives I've built build collectives and you know I'll you know i, I look forward to you know uh, helping build something around the community you know the student athletes i'll be helping them build their brands individually and as teams uh you know um, when it comes to you know, fans and alumni just uh, it's a, it's an awareness thing right like a lot of people still have no idea what nil means and you know getting into the community and and, and teaming with our coaches and, and and helping them whenever they need and it's a, my role will be to help all the student athletes at University of Florida, you know, maximize their opportunities to earn in this new era.
2: Well, to be honest, I don't think I could think of a uh, better person to be doing that uh, after what you just went through. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know you got what somewhere around like ten thousand followers now on Twitter, um, and it, I feel like every time I look at it, it keeps going up. So I'm sure. How what did you end up gaining this season from doing all this follower wise, like a couple thousand?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I, I think on Twitter I started at like twenty five hundred, and before I announced I was going to Florida, I think it was about eighty nine hundred, and now it's at like ninety four hundred followers. Uh, so you know, just you know, just and like nine thousand something. But you know, it's funny because you know I I know I actually I have twenty five thousand followers on TikTok, but I don't even really use TikTok on this trip. I, you know I. I uh, hit lightning in the bottle uh, with a video, and, and 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 I posted three times, well, from eight followers to twenty five thousand, and I've made money on TikTok. And but the, like for me, you know, this tr- I actually applied for this job before I even went on this trip. <laughs> so uh, it was something where you know working and and going through the process takes time, right? So uh, you know, I've had I was lucky enough to have people, you know, kind of go to bat for me. Uh, and I'm so excited. You know, this is my dream to work, you know, at Florida before this trip. And I kind of just, you know, I was able to and lucky to uh, get this opportunity
2: back onto the road trip. Um, I know we, sure. had, we had a long conversation about it. Um, when we got to sit together at the Camellia ball, um, yeah, that was... I know, I think, I think we went over your top five, uh, favorite stadiums. You got to see there, but, Go ahead and name them off again. I, I think it'd be good for our listeners to hear them. We're all big stadium fans around here.
3: Yeah. You know, for me, I mean, I think it's it'll be my personal favorites, right? So it's, it, and when I think about stadiums, I think about just atmosphere as well. You know, for me, I, you know, I try to walk around each stadium and, and kind of take it all in, but I think it's a, an all encompassing thing. So I'm, I have to like give a caveat to this answer. It's like, it's my experiences personally. Uh, And I mean, at the top, you know, these five, like I was pleasantly surprised at the atmosphere and culture around Baylor University between them doing the like every defensive play. They would have their they do their bear call and they go, oh, sick of bears. And and they do that right when the ball snapped. And I just thought that was really cool. And then inside the stadium, they had, you know, they had um, Mr. Beast Burgers and and part of my cheese steak. So it was like very like progressive, like marketing and food with that and i thought it was uh and then they have this cool tradition called the baylor line i don't know if you guys are familiar with it but basically they have these freshmen that get to run on the field before the game and they run to the opposite side and surround where the tunnel of the players about to run out and i just thought that's just like that, that combination i just i didn't really know and i they kind of like shocked me and you know i i've been to auburn three times i love auburn uh, night games there are special. I didn't go to LSU on this trip, but that's that's one that I would say, like, as a caveat, like, LSU at night is, is is everything. Penn State Whiteout is, from, like, a production standpoint, I don't think I've ever seen a pregame production from, like, a video on the big screen with everything going on, on the ground. Like, whoever's doing their, whoever the producer is for the Jumbotron from, basically, the moment the band comes out till, like, kickoff it's probably, they should win some kind of award. I don't, you know, there's no Emmys for like pregame production, but visually it's remarkable. And then, you know, going to like pregame stuff too. I mean, inter-Sandman, Virginia Tech, the first five minutes of that game and, and that atmosphere on a, a sold out blackout, like it was as loud as any SSP stadium, the first five minutes of that game. And so those are some of the ones I would say. I mean, I've been to, you know, UT Austin's fun. Uh, Michigan visually for a maze that was great, but, the sound, it, there's nothing you could do. They were yelling as loud as they can, but it's, you know, for for being the biggest state in the country, it's not as loud as other stadiums. And then another one, I'll, I'll end with this one. I went to South Carolina, the game that they moved because of the the hurricane. And it wasn't sold out because it was, you know, I think it was like a Tuesday night. You know, it was kind of rainy, but I can't lie. Like the, that culture and the, you know, the atmosphere there and their stadium, is kind of like an NFL stadium visually. But, you know, when they're doing, um, uh, what is the sandstorm it's it's a fun spot so i would say that some of those are off the top of the head like i honestly this is a take but i kind of think the rose bowl is overrated
0: <laughs>
3: but uh, like as a, as a stadium it's it's, it's fine but like, uh, I don't yeah. think there's anything i've, I've heard
2: that too i've heard it's just old and beaten down and honestly just needs an upgrade but it's just classic yeah, and right it, it's a rose bowl
3: yeah it's classic it's you know they're selling their 100th year today this year sorry and uh you know the, the rose bowl sign is like iconic and Walking around the same is kind of cool, but uh, I would say that you know the, when you walk in and you're like, "Ah, eh, this is just like a other stadium." So that's probably a, a, a probably I don't know I probably named six or seven there.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I, I feel like SoFi Stadium going to it for the national championship probably makes the uh, the Rose Bowl look pretty bad. Just considering <laughs> SoFi is what yeah, SoFi I mean, is the newest but, stadium, right? So it's got all this brand new crap, and I know it's a candy yeah, stadium, I mean, so it's still kind of outside. But you got the Rose Bowl, it's yeah. old and beaten up.
3: SoFi is. That's my second time there. I actually went to the first Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl last year. Uh, and, I mean, obviously not as packed as the championship. But, dude, that the weather yesterday or two days ago at the game was, as far as the day goes, like the worst weather outside of like a cold day, the experience on the whole trip. And then it was the worst blowout of the whole season. Uh, and then I, from a same standpoint, San Diego State's the newest stadium in the country, and they have – it's really cool. I like San Diego State stadium, so uh, just add them to the, the shout-outs there.
0: So what are some other standout memories from this trip that you can think of? You know, you name your, your top yeah. stadiums. What are some other moments from the trip that were just kind of like, just stand out in your yeah.
3: mind? I mean, so when I went to App State, uh, you know, before I got there, uh, I, I, I was one of their associate athletic directors reached out to me, Katie, Katie Pate. And she was like, Hey, like, let me know. I'll, I'll host you and come over. So I met her and, and a lot of people started talking about Duck Pond. And I was like, I don't know what Duck Pond is. And so I asked her on a video, like, what is Duck Pond and should I jump into it? And she goes, no, you should probably not. So I made this video, uh, the interview with her, and I said, if this gets 250 retweets and, you know, App State wins, I'll jump in. If it gets 300, I'll jump in regardless. They won. And it got like 300 some the retweets. And... So I go to my my van to Betty, um, Betty White's my van, and I got, I had three towels like folded and ready for me to jump in. So I go and grab those and I get a text like, Ben, like people are waiting for you. I was planning to drive down and the App State Police was like reserving a spot by the pond for me to park. But because traffic was so bad after the game, I just jumped out of my van and ran down there. And all my way there, I was sent a video of like, I don't know, 30 people chanting, where is Ben? Where is Ben? And that's what it hit me like this trip with, Ooh. you know, at that point, like me leading into these traditions, cultures, it, it, you know, it means, it means a lot. And I get there and you know, I'm, I, I there's these two guys in their underwear. Like you're not jumping in by yourself. You're, we're jumping in with you. So I stripped down to my manscaped underwear that I'm not sponsored by, but I do love manscaped underwear. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, uh, it was 36 degrees and we jump in and freeze. I can barely even yell in the, in the pool. I, in the, in the water, I tried to say, like, let's freaking go. I couldn't even finish. <laughs> I get out, and uh, I had a be- I said, oh, I was like, once I get out, you got to toss me this beer and drink a beer with these boys. That was, that was a really cool
0: time. Um, so do you feel then, like you yeah. got to, like, when you met a lot of the students or people from Twitter or wherever at these different schools, yeah. do you feel like you got to kind of give them a chance to kind of showcase a lot of the traditions of their school and kind of put that out there and, and kind of let people know what's yeah. going on?
3: Yeah, and that's like, Part of what I tried to, you know, showcase, you know, I, I'm, I'm just a guy. Like, I, you know, I kind of went in this with a plan. I'm going to go to these games and, then, you know, I set new goals. Like, I'm going to try to talk to someone or interview someone, like, on camera during the games. And uh, on my – I had a flip camera that, like, I lost a screw, so the, the flip, you know, screen is kind of loose. And so I kind of – during bull season, I stopped using it just because I knew it was going to break. But, yeah, so, you know, a lot of these games I have – I tried to – just genuinely talk to people. You know, I went to, um, I think it was, uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, and I went up to the, the, the vendors and it was just two grad students selling merchandise. And I just started talking to them and they're like, yeah, we're softball grad students. And I said, Hey, I'm done this trip. Like, is it cool if we just talk about, you know, what's special about the school? And, And that's kind of how it was at a lot of these schools, learning traditions. You know, I went to Wazoo and got iced right when I walked into the bar and had a trash can, you know, one of their drinks. And I try to, if I had time, you know, because of these games, they're so back to back to back. the, The times I got to like lean into the culture was the first game of the week or the last game of the week. Right. So like if I got there on a Tuesday, a Tuesday night game, I could get there early or a Thursday night game, get there early. And then the last game Saturday, I could like hang out Saturday night, maybe Sunday or whatever. Uh, So those are the ones I really got to experience, you know, the cultures. But, you know, I went to BYU and they're like, you have to get a cougar tail, which is a, you know, probably a 12 inch donut with maple glaze and a a chocolate milk. Yeah. (laughs) And it honestly, like it was so good. I I probably said I'm going to have one more bite six or seven times. That's how good it was. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, like I wanted to, you know, and that's why I would wear on the, during the regular season, I'd wear home team gear. I was like, I want to be a part of this, and like, you know, people opened up their arms. You know, at the end of the seventy-seven games, I only paid for fourteen tickets. And if you take two, the last two bowl games away, you know, the championships, you know, in seventy-five games, I only paid for twelve tickets. And you know, I don't know how many bowl games I paid for, but during the regular season, I probably only paid for like, you know, eight or nine tickets. And that wasn't because like, you know, I'm asking people for tickets. I just either. You know, the story, you know, the first seven games, I paid for zero tickets. <laughs> and then I paid for my first ticket at, university, you know, Texas, Alabama, Texas. But, uh, you know, the uh, yes, that's a long answer. But, yes, I, I try to learn as much as I can about these schools, especially when I'm on their campuses.
1: Well, I, I heard you give a little bit of credit to your time at App State. And as Georgia Southern alumni, I just have to ask, your experience, <laughs> and your experience in Montgomery at the Camellia Bowl, I know we. I say we. I'm a Florida fan, but a Georgia Southern alumni. That's kind of weird when you look at 2013. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. <laughs> but uh, it was tough walking around campus as a Florida fan in college was tough. But um, what what was your thoughts on the way that we traveled as yeah. as as a fan base, and what was your experience with the great people of Statesboro?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I you know I I got linked up with a few of the fans and and went over to the georgia southern side and I, I it was it was really fun i i was impressed i mean from uh, if I, I i think we're like 17 18 bowl games the georgia southern crowd at a game that quote unquote you know doesn't matter to you know mainstream media or big markets you guys showed out and you know you had uh, you know al- alumni on like sidelines and and it seemed like that game got close to the end you guys were super loud and i i thought it was a good showing i mean i I, I think I, I even tweeted or sent a picture out of just the Georgia Southern sideline. You guys, you filled out your sideline. You sold all your tickets, I'm sure. And that stadium is not, the, that's a weird one because you got to leave and come back in and out. And it seemed like you guys just had a good time. And even though the beer line was the longest I saw all season, it seemed like everyone had a good time and, and it was a similar turnout for sure.
1: Well, there's one thing for sure that people in Statesboro, Georgia like to do, and they like to watch Georgia Southern games and get drunk and listen to Coles Wondell. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was going to say, when you get Georgia Southern fans and Buffalo Bills fans together, you you know the beer line's going to be long. Uh, even though, and I will say this, I think Ben is the most blessed person that I've ever met in person in my entire life. Because <laughs> we ended up with like three free beers at the end. you remember that? I forgot
3: about it. Yeah, yeah. The lady was – it's funny because I think I like looked at you and I was like, what's going on with this lady? Yeah. And she was sitting you know, like three feet – like three rows in front of us by herself with – she had one beer in her hand and three unopened beers. And, uh, it's funny. Cause earlier, I think I made eye contact with her when I was walking to go to the bathroom when she was in line and she sat there and then she goes, yeah, so I can't take these to the other side. Cause you know, like I said earlier, you have to like leave to go to the other side. She goes, do you want them? And we're like, is water wet? It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, obviously uh, we're going to drink these. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think, I think, the Camilla Bowl was the first, yeah. So I drank like a few sips and then shared it because I was going to the Birmingham Bowl right after, right? Because that was the the, the Camilla Bowl was the first game of the night, day, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, game. yeah, yeah. So I do that, like you know, I was trying to be a little responsible. You so and the other Shannikers
0: boys went up there for that game after that one.
3: Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then I I did have some adult beverages in Birmingham, but yeah. So <laughs> that that was kind of wild, but yeah. I mean, it's better to be lucky than good, and also I just generally uh, I'm someone that just you know, I try to be genuine and, and I try to give back as much as I can on this trip. I did a lot of giveaways and I owe a lot of people stuff and, you know, I didn't have to do that. Like, you know, I've I, like, t- actually last year before this trip during, uh, you know, Anthony Richardson's kind of like backup season. I think I spent like 500 or $600 on like NIL merchandise from Anthony Richardson and just gave it away on Twitter. So like, uh, you know, I'm someone who I believe that like, if you just, you know, are, are who you are and you're nice and, you just you know you give those things will come back to you and and that's kind of like you know like I may I I, I may be lucky for sure but I I think that you know it's a, there is some positive energy out there that I try to give back to.
2: Yeah, bouncing off that Ben, um, like the giveaways and the donations and all that kind of stuff. Can you speak a little bit more on that? I know you mentioned a couple of them. Yeah. There was one where uh, you did like a like a kids group or something came with you to a game.
3: Yeah, that was. I mean, that's honestly. Yeah, I could take away all seventy six other games uh, and just say like, you know, that one day. So he's specifically talking about. It. So I, at one point during the trip, ironically, when I was driving to App State, uh, I did an interview in a gas station parking lot, and it was more, some comp- some like national thing, and they put it on YouTube. And you know, I was an idiot and read the replies and the comments, and that's something I've learned very quickly. many rule that I shouldn't do, uh, but. Uh, one of them was like, Imagine being known as the guy that goes to college football games. Like, it was something about mean, bread and circuses. Some kind of philosopher said that, and I kind of like it, kind of festered with me uh, for I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour. And I said, You know what? You know, I'm trying to go at that point. I was like, I'm going to go to 70 games, I'm going to try to get 70 kids to a game. So, and the next gas station i stopped to, I made a video saying, All right, this is my new goal. And I said, I mentioned two games, the USF game, um, and the cure bowl and within two hours of me tweeting that this video the ad at usf was like email me and we'll take care of it so you know i emailed him and he he linked me with you know someone on their team and you know they sent me 200 tickets and you know i gave i think at the end i only had like 40 tickets left that i gave away um and so, I gave away like, I think I gave away 140 or 160 tickets. And I, I know that we had at least 75, 76 kids uh, show up. And we were able to give out free. We, I got 100 shirts donated from a local company that's licensed with USF called Southport Strong. And and what's crazy is I got the tickets. And then everything else I'm about to tell you happened within 48 hours So of the game. We got 100 shirts donated, we got food catered from Guthrie's. And we got a, a bus to – because a lot of these kids don't have transportation and their parents drop them off. So we got a bus to take them to the stadium. And it was kind of like the bus that was at the tailgate. And, like, if they they could leave their stuff on the bus and they didn't have to worry about it. And, you know, we it was – and then, you know, we went to the game. And after the game, we, all, we got field passes. And we got to go on the field. And B.J. Daniels, a USF alum, you know, a, a Hall of Famer – uh, for the the bulls spoke to these kids that were still there and and it was i mean those kind of events people plan months for and you know i think it was like i tweeted the video maybe 17 days before the game and i got the tickets probably the week of and then within 48 hours everything else kind of fell into place and like that that moment alone is worth the
1: whole trip to me so as you look back like when you look at the amazing things that you did like that, like you did for that group of kids and things like that, you know, you said someone on the internet said, oh, imagine being the guy that gets known for going to college football games. Like, yeah. what do you want people to take away from like your experience? And like, what do you feel like people can get out of what you've shared with all of us as really a college football family? Because pretty much anyone who knows and loves this game, like we all do, like knows of who you are. Like, what do you want people to take away from from what you did this year?
3: I think it's a few things. You know, I think the first is the foremost, most. If like, if you want to do something, like, just go frickin' do it. Like, for me, you know, I I said I was going to do this, and what was crazy was I made that video at the beginning. Oh, I'm going to go for 60 games. I went to the first game, and then, you know, two days later, I got a message from, you know, a producer at SC Network. And he was like, hey, like, we'd love to have you on on Thursday or whatever. And I was like, I've only been to one game. he goes, yeah, like, but it seems like you're going to do it. And then that kind of like, oh, now I have to do this. I had no choice. And so <laughs> for me, I, I you know, it's something I always say. and I, I Like, if you're going to bet on yourself and then double down. Like, if you're going to do something, lean all the way in. And I kind of, like, I said it and I kind of did it at the beginning. And then, you know, two or three games, I was like, oh, I am doing this. So let's go all the way. So for me, it's like, I hope this, you know, from a, from a college football standpoint, I hope it unlocks the, you know, for people let's say like, oh, like, you know, there's more out there than just my home team. You know, I love the Florida Gators more than anything, and, you know, I could easily be the guy that's gone to, you know, 30 years of Florida Gators or whatever, and, like, that's a great achievement, but you know, going and experiencing, you know, our country is so big. I, you know, I drove 60,000 of them, and we have all these subset cultures in our country, you know. <laughs> Texas Tech throws tortillas on the field, and then you have Boise, like, you know, B- BYU, they don't drink, but they have these damn good uh you know donuts and and they have their own traditions and then you go to you know washington state and if you're out drinking at the coug the night before the band comes by and they're in you know crazy costumes and they're gonna get put on a show and you go to you know huntington marshall like all these like there's so many cool traditions and people are there and there's things that you know i can bring back to Gainesville and say like hey have we thought about this or like you know, this is a really cool thing I saw at Auburn. They're the only school in the entire country that has an interactive game that every person in the stadium plays during the game on their big screen. Like, why isn't that, why don't we do that here? Why don't other schools, why is? Why are the only ones that are doing this? Like little things like that. But I think at the end of the day, you know, I, I went on a road trip in 2021 in May. I, I actually took my passenger seat out of my car and my friend helped me build a bed in there. And I said, I'm not coming back to Florida or doing anything until I find like what I want to do. So this journey, actually, this road trip started in May, 2020, you know, and I I left, I went to New York for a wedding across the country to San Diego, down to Cabo for a matchup party. And then I got my first job in NIL, from a Twitter DM, I DM this guy the day that they, they publicly announced the company. And, you know, they hired me a month later, 30 days on the nose helped build their company, seven collectives built the foundation of what they're selling across the country to, you know, alumni and coaches and ADs and saying like, this is the premier program that you should sign up for. And, you know, in August, you know, I, you know, left that company and it is what it is, but I I knew that I, my job, my, my goal of finishing whatever it was, isn't done. Right. And I, applied to a few things and and uh you know a lot of the companies I applied for are startups in the NIL space that said we want you but we just don't have the money right now and I was like okay that's fine like I can hold my breath and then I decided to do this trip and this trip was me doubling down I'm not gonna go out I'm gonna go out swing like go for broke and like and 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 like I said like if you want to do something just go freaking do it. And like on this trip there was times when my bank account was at like sixty dollars. And, you know, I was, I was like, I'll figure it out. You know, I'll figure it. I never I never asked for money once on this trip. I never did a GoFundMe. I just said, it'll work itself out. And obviously it did. I finished the trip. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one of those things where this is, and it, it kind of became my baby. I, I could not let my baby die. This trip was illegitimately legitimately, <laughs> like, I, there was no way I was going to have this fail. And yeah, that's a long answer again. But that's, uh, I hope people, people can take like, to, to sum it up in three things go if you want something just go after it and freaking do it and people who are around you that love you and support you will, will, will double down on you, it with you. they'll push their tips in with you Two, like go after or something you're gonna love like i hated being a attorney; i legitimately hated it um, and i was like i'm out i'm out I, I actually almost before COVID, i actually almost moved to la to work a youtuber with nine million followers. like i was supposed to be, he help run his his team and you know and i was flown out in february 2020 and march 2020 hit and yeah that you know i lost that opportunity not because of me but because of you know the circumstances so like you know and this kind of it kind of ends up being the irony now that i'm doing an il there's nothing in than being a social media like person right so i don't know Uh, that's a long answer again but yeah, I would say like just lean into it and go for what you love. And there's more out there than just your hometown team, and there's more things that you can experience and love with a loved one than, than a team.
1: Wow, that's that's awesome. I love that. I love that.
2: I would say, yeah. I mean, you're definitely an inspiration to freaks and weirdos that just enjoy college football <laughs> and nothing else in this world, uh, just like us. I mean, that's half the reason we even started this podcast and in, in general is just because we're obsessed with the sport and want to do nothing but talk about college football. Um, and I'll say to you, I mean, I'm a big proponent of, you know, you only live once and you, you don't have that long on this earth to do what you like to do. Yeah. So you're, I mean, you're yeah. the textbook example of that. So thank, thank you for what you've done. We appreciate you.
3: <laughs> no. And it's one of those things where, you know, before this trip, I actually, uh, very similar probably to most people is like, when I go to games, I'd wear, you know, gator gear to a game where I wasn't a gator. And like, and, and like, you know, some people would shit on me and you, know, whatever, like rock my team. But I think there is something cool, you know, as long as, you know, I, at the beginning of the trip, I said, it, there's, there's six teams I won't wear. And I, you know, Miami, Florida State, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, and, um, there was one other one I can't even remember off my head, but, um, LSU. And like, so, like, if, if you're a cool, just if, like, I know, I met a lot of groups of guys that were just like, yeah, I'm going, it's, this is my bachelor party and, We just wanted to go to a random game and we bought merchandise for that game and they just go all in. And I think that's a really cool thing to do because you'll meet people that are actually fans and they're just going to adopt you. And they're like, yeah, let's go. And they'll give you all the free drinks and kind of, you'll be able to fully experience their culture and their traditions. Um, You kind of do something like that.
2: What's your, what's your mileage at with Betty White right now? Where is she, is she even going to be able to live through next year?
3: So, I think she's at about one hundred and twenty. Uh, that's, that's not miles. bad. Did you just did you get uh, her right
2: before you took the trip?
3: I bought her in April of this year. Okay, and I bought her because so my my old car actually I put one hundred and ninety thousand miles on it in six and a half years. Uh, so driving is nothing new to me. But yeah. I bought it because I thought I was going to do like kind of weekend warrior stuff uh, and go to you know I live in Tucson. I drive up to the Grand Canyon, which is only four or five hours away, camp out of the back, go to San Diego, kind of do the same thing. And then, you know, this trip kind of happened. So I bought her with, I think about, you know, I would honestly like 69,000 miles. <laughs> like, I think wow. I bought her right around there. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the strip I put, I think like 50, just just over 54,000 54, on her. And then my, my you know, I blew the transmission, which you know, that was too much money to I, spend on a I transmission, saw that. I, but I remember you saw, me about <laughs> that. <laughs> that was, um, yeah, but in like 12 or 13 days of a rental, I put 6,400 miles on that rental car. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. Yeah. So I, I, I put, she hopefully, I mean, with a new transmission, I hope that she can last a little longer than, you know, your average purchase.
2: Yeah. I mean, 120,000 miles. I think you still got some life in her. And, and last question for me, I think Chad has one more for yeah. you, but the, uh, so next year, uh, number one, who's going to make the playoff? <laughs> As a guy who has actually seen pretty much every team that might make the playoff next year actually play in person uh, this past yeah. season, and number two, what's what's the big plan for next year? I want to hear it.
3: So, number one, I you know I mentioned earlier I hate it. To say it, but I I legitimately think Florida State's going to run the table and make the playoff. Uh, I would. I can't bet against Georgia, so they'll be my SEC pick. And then, so USC actually took three legitimate starters from Arizona this year in the transfer portal, and I know that because I worked with Arizona football on my last NIL collective. If they, you know, if they can shore up their defense, they'll probably be – the Pac-12 is going to be really hard next year. So it's going to be tough, but I think whoever wins the Pac-12, so right now I'll just say USC – even though Utah like, is, you know, I, I've made friends with the Utah fans. So Florida State, USC, Georgia, and then it's one of those things you got to go to the, you got to look at the Big Ten and say, who's going to win the Big Ten? And I'm going to, I'll just ride with Ohio State, even though, you know, Michigan's had their number the last few years. So I will rolled with Ohio State, Florida State, uh, USC, and georgia which obviously this is a way too early final four but yeah <laughs> I, I i i think that's a i, I wouldn't be shocked I, honestly if if two of them make it i feel like that's better than uh what desmond howard or whoever <laughs> oh my gosh that was miserable
2: yeah we're, we, we won't hold that too we just i just want to hear the opinion of course
3: yeah and then the second so the second question is uh what does next year look like so uh, like i said i i'm i'm moving to gainesville to, to work at florida uh ideally i'll probably go to all their home games i want to go to utah for the away game and i i may start a personal tradition of going to the army navy game every year if i can because i went to my first army navy game this year and regardless of what went to overtime or not just everything around that game i i can't get over it like it's the ultimate dopamine hit for someone who loves the tradition of college sports and and not only that like the tradition of our country you know like that you get two different flyovers. You get the Army flyover, the Navy flyover. You get two different paratroopers, Army paratroopers, Navy troopers, paratroopers. You get this. I, I walked into the stadium and there was like a drum line battle between the cadets and the midshipmen, and I was like losing my mind. And so oh, I can really hope I can do that one. And then, if I, whatever the Gators bye week is, if I can travel, uh, you know, in my position, I'll probably try to go to some kind of game that weekend so those are probably the three games i'll be able to go to outside of uh you know gainesville and uh you know i'm excited i'm excited to settle down i only went to one florida game last year utah florida and we were one and oh and then our season kind of took a turn after that <laughs> uh, but yeah and uh again you guys if you guys ever want to come to gainesville it's an open invite ideally by you know, the fall i'll have you know some you know cheap four four condo that you guys can crash in and hang out with me
2: Beautiful. Well, I know, yeah, so I know Chad will take you up on that.
3: Oh, I've already got the Arkansas game circled on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. I already, have, yeah, I've actually one of my, my the, the friends I made on the the road trip. He lives in Houston. Uh, he's going to that one too. So yeah, that'll be open invite for sure.
1: Heck yeah. Well, I'm going to ask my question before wit goes and steals my damn questions again. Um, <laughs> uh, so my last question to you is honest, realistic. I'm going to say seven and five. What are the realistic look at Florida next year? And also another, I had another question. When can we get you down to Statesboro, Georgia to experience Alan E. Paulson stadium? (laughs) Okay. So I mean, Statesboro, Georgia, that's, I mean, it
3: really has to line up with, you know, my role and in the the Florida schedule, honestly, I, I want to million percent going to show up. Uh, So I'm, I'm down for that whenever. So we'll have to figure that out. And then, uh, I have no idea, you know, the, I think that Billy Napier, every guy that he's brought in from a transfer, you know, last year and in the last second, you know, commitments were impact players, you know, like ETN and, you know, Ricky Pearsall. And, and it, it goes, uh, every person he's brought in has made an impact. And if we can get two or three more guys that are just like that, we could win, you know, two or three more games. You know, if at the end of the season like next year we're, you know, in a bowl game and we go eight and five, I think that that's, you know, that's a step in the right direction, right? So I won't. I don't know where we'll land, but if we, I, I can, if I close my eyes and say we go eight and five next year, I don't think you know Florida fans will kill me for that.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like I said, I, I think we're going to go right now. Way too early prediction. I think we're going to go seven and five, get a couple games back that we got this year. But like I said early on, I, I think this is going to be a 2024, 2025 kind of thing. I like I said, I don't think people realize the the mess that Dan Mullen left. But, but yeah, yeah and man, I mean, I, I,
0: right.
3: eight and five is including the bowl win, so seventy five regular season eight and five. And I mean,
1: so that's yeah, yeah. that goes without saying. But uh, yeah, man, we we appreciate you coming on, man. We really do. Um, it was awesome to follow you on social media and watch. Watch your journey from afar. Um, and like I said, man, we really appreciate that you share the same insane, um, unhealthy love for college football that we do, man. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on, and, and we hope that you do big things, man. And I personally hope you do even bigger things down in Gainesville so we can get wit off his damn high horse. Because I'm tired of watching Georgia
3: <laughs> win. Yeah,
1: no, and that's – I mean,
3: it's kind of funny, like, as someone, you know, like you and, and other Gator fans, being – not only that, I see Georgia win, you know, back to back, and their biggest bowl history win and ever, like ever. Uh, the fact that I pay for a ticket and at the same time <laughs> to see that uh did
2: not even think about it, that.
3: <laughs> no one, like, no one is more fired up to get to Gainesville and like and build something. And you know, right now, it's funny. Like, you know, I announce the strip and I already see negative posts on, you know. Well, I don't even look, but people will send me like, you know, you know posts on, you know, the message boards and tw- tweets of people subtweeting me. And a lot of people don't know my history. Like if you go look at the quote tweets on my announcement tweet from the people in the NIL industry, you're going to like, it's a win. Like me going to Florida, this is not me tooting my own horn. Like I wouldn't, I told them like, don't hire me because of who I am, but hire me because of what you believe I can do. And I said that directly to everyone that was on all the interviews and it's, it's, it's hard because, you know, I knew going into it that, you know, our, our fan base can, can be on both sides of the coin, but you know, I'm, I'm excited to build something there and it's a, it's a dream. And uh, like I said, you guys are open invite to come down whenever. And hopefully, you know, next time I see you guys or hop on here with you guys, Florida's uh, uh, you know, the, the toast of the town.
2: I can't say I hope for the same thing, but I, I do hope for your success <laughs> as a person. Thank you, um, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of you. So,
3: uh, but Ben, right, man, well, we, we really time.
2: appreciate you coming on, man. We had a good time, and hope you did too. Thank you. Can't wait to see what you do next. Yeah, of
3: course. Cheers, I know. Uh, appreciate you guys, and uh, have a great rest of your week. And I have to say it: Go Gators! <laughs> <laughs> go Gators, baby. I uh, See you, Ben. Be good.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning into Rowdy Southern Saturday. If you enjoyed the episode, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Music and follow our social media at RowdyPod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.